Hey, hey. So you're going to see the title. Um, this might help someone. I don't know. Just something that to keep into consideration if you're planning to buy a new car um, and or you're like me and you're close to paying your car off um, and or how to move, you know, moving forward because um, I was just listening to to someone on um, YouTube and I'm not going to go into too much details because I was in the comments, but um, the one of the things that came up is what happens if you pay off your car. And so I have my last car payment in this month. Um, I've been paying it about 10 days before the due date. So I'm super excited. My last car payment for this car. This is the second car that I will have paid off. I bought one car um, all cash and um, gave it, then gave that one to a family member. But so when they, they tend to last a long time after I take good care of them and and all of that but what was interesting is um she said your credit score does go through a little bit of a dip it does drop a little bit and then um it takes about six months before you start to see the the credit go back up your credit score go back up so just bear that in mind um <clears throat> I don't know if I'm probably going to go into too much TMI, but I don't have any other credit cards. Um, I remember when I took the Dave Ramsey course with my with my parents years ago. Um, <clears throat> that's when I was really intentional about paying off my debt and um, had my mortgage at the time. And once those were off of my were paid off I just never looked back I never applied for any other credit cards and um from what I'm listening to her saying you know ideally every person should have four credit cards um if I'm honest it's a little bit of a daunting idea um And and I will have to piece together, you know, what the best credit card options are out there. But but the good thing is, I I kind of have an idea, you know, just kind of sit tight until next August. Anyways, is where I, I will be financially in in a, in another level. Because um, for those of you who have kind of been with me on this journey literally coming out of the mud having to just start all over again um so if anything it should be motivational if for a lot of you you're already you know making 250 300 500 600 000 a year um so you're you're progressing well and nicely um and some people like myself have had to start all over with the pandemic and so this is in the third year, right, the third year, just crossing over the threshold of what I was making salaried, um, all passive income. So it's nice because I'm not exchanging my labor for time type of a thing. So it's still, it was a modest income, you know, to where I could 
navigate and move around the way that I needed to. Being a single woman with no children and very little expenses. So, um, with that being said, next year, I know some people already crossed over the, the six-figure threshold. But um, I'm finally, you know, going to be hitting that. And and so, with that being said, so I'm paying off my car in November. So, December, January, February, March, April, May. So... May is around the time that I should start to see a little bit of an increase. So um, another great resource, and I probably need to do this with, before the year ends, is um, freeannualcreditreport.com. You get one free annual credit report per year on that website. So... <clears throat> Probably what I'll do is I'll do that in December and um, it that way it will give time for my last payment to register and I'll just kind of look it over to see if there's anything I need to clean up or or, or address and then um, just sit tight, let, you know, it settle the way that it needs to. And in between now and May, going into August, so May, June, July, August. So, so in between now and, and August, just kind of, um, um, I might just go ahead and consult with the lady and give her my scenario. And that would be very valuable because she can just tell me which four credit cards it can apply for and and how to build. What is quite possible, I am not the biggest fan of secured credit cards I've heard pros and cons of it, but I'm I'm leaning more towards con. Um based on my current knowledge of it and um and everybody's different, right? I just don't see myself having the money sit there, you know, because my whole thing is I don't really and it it's just probably a personal thing like see myself cuz here's the other important thing too. Um, when you get a credit card, you don't want to use, you want to, you don't, she's, she's actually even more conservative than I am. Uh, one of the important factors about credit cards is you don't want to go over 10% utilization. I've heard people go as high as 30% utilization. Um, I think if anybody has ever, I used to not do credit repair, but I was in that field for a little bit. I think just about everybody has done the credit repair <laughs> specialist part of things, but um, we recommended 10% and she is saying 5%. And I really like that about her. Um, she really knows her stuff, but I think that uh, let's, let's really break down this, this math. So if you get a credit card with a hundred dollars on there, you're not supposed to use more than $10. And in, in in her estimates, not more than $5. And a lot of times what we will do, and I've done this in the past, especially when I was a young person, um, we'd say, woo, I have a $100 um, credit card. I'm going to use $99.99, $90, and then pay it off. Or I'm going to pay back $20.00. And then it will drop, you know, the balance will be $80. Well, you are way 
out of pocket. No, <laughs> you are way above that ideal sweet spot of utilization. So one of the great ways that if you're looking to pay off your debt is um and and who there was another um person that oh 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 y'all know my one of my favorites I want to say it was Ashley Fox Ashley F Fox on YouTube I think it was her that was talking about this currently yeah it was her because I did share her um short with you on Facebook but she was saying if as we're going into the new year and you're looking to pay off your debt how do you decide which one to pay off first go for the the one that's charging you the highest interest rate pay that one off first and then one of the Dave Ramsey snowball um methods is like let's say you pay off a card you know the highest interest rate card that is um your monthly payments are 50 to 100 dollars a month now you apply that 50 or 100 dollars a month savings to another to another card, pay that off, and so on and so forth. And so if I had um, credit cards that I needed to pay off right now, I would take that car payment that I finished paying off, and then I would roll that over into something else until I paid that off. Um, so that being said, um, I, 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 I'm kind of okay with where things are, but I got to a point where I realized that the Dave Ramsey method is not necessarily the best in terms of canceling all of your credit cards um, and closing them out in the sense of like paying them off and then letting them just close out because it's okay because now, because... um. He's advocating for you to pay for cash with everything, and I have adapted to that lifestyle, and that would be ideal for me moving forward. The only part where I see there might be a little bit of a hiccup, and it comes down to the, to the lifestyle I might want to live, is uh, um, buying my next house. Um, and so the difference would be getting a smaller house paying it off cash versus financing it. And so I would need to have a credit history showing, you know, that I'm making monthly payments on things. So, and you know, there's, there's, there's things like, you know, American express and the black cards and stuff like that. But I just don't see myself, especially because I've been living like this for so long, racking up thousands of dollars on on these cards i you know and, and basically but this is the thing let, let's just kind of level here and then i'm going to get off this is going to be a, a very important transition for me because um one of the best things i can do uh, who was it that was talking about this oh my gosh it was another woman i was listening to but she was saying that we should never we should limit or never use checking accounts. And I'm like, what, what What do you mean? So I clicked on it. And what she was saying is we should have a credit card where we put all of our bills on that credit card and just pay it off at the end of the month anyways. And that's another way for you to increase your your credit score and show that you can, you know, use other people's money um, versus just having it in your checking account. And I was just like, ah. Uh-huh. You know, so I have some things that I have to um 
kind of pay attention to. And, and, and I would have to kind of ease into it because again, the credit card would have to be, um, I would have to figure out the math for my monthly bills to make sure that my credit limit is, um, when I, when I pay my bills that the 10% is the 10% of that utilized. Does that kind of make sense? So, um, it would have to be kind of like a, what would a fifty thousand a fifty thousand dollar fifty thousand dollar credit limit so then that way I would be looking at five thousand dollars a month without crossing over that ten I'll have to do the math but I hope that that kind of helps a little bit and I, I'm right there in the trenches with you um and I'll I will figure out what that means um, and like I said, I, I really like her information and how she covered it. So I'll probably, oh, what I was going to say is, you know, even if I get the consultation with her in December or January, um, to kind of figure out, because with that five, like that amount, um, I have ideas of how I can invest it between now and um and August. But if she's telling me that I need to put it into like for example um one of my accounts, you know, to show it in my bank statement or I don't know. I don't know. She might tell me that I I'd be better off putting that money into somewhere where it's visible and and then the banks are more likely to give me a higher rate. I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. I, I don't want to confuse you because I'm looking at it from a different um, standpoint. But yeah, I hope that was helpful. And and I have time to play with. Like I said, I don't have any major expenses to incur. Thankfully, I'm not big on credit cards. I think the, the it shouldn't be too hard because when I tell you I have a whole ex, uh, Excel sheet of my expenses from now going into next year, I pulled up my old Excel sheet where I had like, I would plan out my payments for three years at a time. So I have it for the, for the year out. But the thing is, um, I would just have to start transitioning to find out which credit card she recommends and then just putting them on auto pay. Just putting those things on auto pay. Um and so yeah, that's that's the only thing I I can think about between now and then. And yeah, I guess when I find out what they are, um you know, I prob- I probably will share it with you. I think that obviously for every person, it's going to be different, right? Because part of it too is if you have a nine to five and you have pay subs, it's a little different for you. But because I have passive income and it's more in like stocks and, and crypto, then um, even the way that I will qualify to buy a house, I would have to look at... Um, going the conventional method and conventional means that you need to put down 20% um, 
to, to purchase a house. So if I'm looking to buy an $800,000, $800,000 house, I need to have $140,000 cash available um, in order for, for me to be considered for financing. So, and that's okay. Um, one of my brothers can help me with that and we're, we're planning accordingly. But um, mm, these these are the conversations that one must have. So uh, let me get off of here. I just found it fascinating. I was kind of hoping it would kind of keep my credit score like, you know, a little bit high. Now, another cool thing that she said, too, was um, paying off your car is different than paying off debt, right? So if you have, for example, I don't know, what are the cards out there? You have Chase, American Express, you have the black cards, you have, um, oh gosh, there's so many. Um, but if you were to pay them, pay off your debt, um, your credit score would actually increase. And it's different because remember your credit card is about how much you're utilizing. So the closer you get to five and 10% and paying it off, you know, you're lowering that number. So it's going to keep increasing it. Whereas with your car, you took out a whole amount and you're paying off the debt. But the thing is, it's not when when I pay off my car, it's not going to be showing that I have an available credit limit for that amount. So that's why it's going to kind of drop a little bit if, if that kind of makes sense. But but your credit would increase if you paid off debt or paid off your credit cards. But it's not the same with cars. Okay, so that's it. And that's all until the next podcast. Bye.